Hello, this is Tea and Toxins with Therese Boudreau, where I talk about a favorite tea, an interesting poison, and a historical case involving that poison. This week's episode features Earl Grey Green Tea, Hyacene, and the case of Dr. Hawley Crippen. Earl Grey Green Tea, produced by Adagio Teas, is a lighter and less caffeinated version of the classic Earl Grey blend. As is obvious by the name, Earl Grey Green has the same citrusy flavor, but is a green instead of a black blend. The tanginess of the bergamot flavor is accentuated by how light and crisp the green tea is. So, for those who want a less heavy version of Earl Grey, or are more sensitive to caffeine, this is a great alternative to the classic black version. A fun fact about tea is that for centuries, it was used as Asian currency in the form of a small brick. Tea was highly favored throughout history, and these tea bricks consisted of compressed whole or finely ground tea leaves. This way it could be eaten, brewed, or exchanged as currency in token form. As a breakable block, it could also be precisely split to make change during transactions. Tea bricks were used as currency in many parts of Asia up until World War II, and you can still buy tea bricks online today. And now to Hyacene, the poison of the week. Hyacene, also known as scopolamine, is a neurotoxin that even in small doses causes dementia-like symptoms and delirium. Hyacene can be found naturally in plants belonging to the nightshade family, but it can also be produced in pure form synthetically. Symptoms of hyacine overdose include dry mouth, skin reddening, blurred vision, confusion, hallucinations, coma, and death. And one character in history who used hyacine to poison his second wife was Dr. Holly Harvey Crippen. Born in Michigan on September 11, 1862, Crippen went on to study homeopathic medicine. His first wife died of a stroke, and in 1893, Crippen met and married his second wife in New Jersey, 17-year-old Cora Turner. Crippen and his wife Cora moved to London seven years later, where he worked as a representative for a homeopathic remedies company, and she pursued an unsuccessful career as a singer. By 1905, their marriage was failing. During this time, Crippen had an affair with his typist, Ethel Leneve, and the two became lovers. Since divorce was considered scandalous during that time period, Crippen employed a more nefarious means for his wife's removal. January 31, 1910 was the last time friends saw Cora alive. Over the next few weeks, people became suspicious of Cora's sudden disappearance. When asked, Crippen claimed that Cora had left him and gone to America. In early March, he told friends that Cora had died overseas, and by the end of the month, Crippen and Ethel married. But when Ethel started wearing Cora's old jewelry, a suspicious relative reported it to the police in July. An inspector visited Crippen to question him about Cora. This spooked the doctor, and on July 10th, he and Ethel, both disguised, fled aboard the Montrose to Canada. On July 11th, police found human remains in Crippen's cellar, which they identified as Cora's. They responded to a wireless telegram from the Montrose about the suspicious behavior of two passengers— and arrested Crippen and Ethel once the boat landed. Back in England, scientists found lethal amounts of hyacine in parts of Cora's body, and at the trial, a chemist remembered Crippen buying five grams of hyacine in mid-January. The jury didn't need much convincing. Holly Harvey Crippen was subsequently hanged on November 23, 1910. 
And that's all for today's episode of Tea and Toxins with Therese Boudreaux, Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. 